I'm Annie Apple, and I'm here to invite you to come and listen to my new podcast series, Raising April. It's the most intimate sports-related conversations you will hear. Each week, we explore the journeys of some of your favorite NFL players through the eyes of those that know them best. From Joe Burr, DeAndre Hopkins, Miles Garrett, Ezekiel Elliott, Nick and Joey Boza, just to name a few. With exclusive insights and information, we leave no stone unturned. Subscribe now to Raising a Pro on your favorite podcast app. HD you are listening to a Live Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. Welcome to Mint Views. Today we are going to discuss the gig economy workers. Now these are basically workers who work for various apps, you know, of the gig economy. These could be food delivery boys, they could be people who deliver door-to-door -door various other things, it could be drivers for all these ride-hailing apps. All of these people are usually contract workers. Now the government is proposing under its code on social security to draw all of these workers under labor laws, particularly under this code on social security. This would mean that they will get some benefits that regular employees get in other companies. But what are the details of this particular thing being proposed? Uh, Shrija, could you tell us? Yeah, so according to the bill, which is still in its draft stage, the workers for the first time will be entitled to certain benefits. And also the fact that the platform workers and gig workers, they have got this recognition in terms of the nomenclature. So some of the benefits which they could derive are the life and disability cover, the maternity benefit or other social security benefits as and when determined by the center co central government so this tells you that the government is indeed the for for a long time these workers have been devoid of any sort of social security benefit so in this sense this could be a watershed moment for these workers um, yeah i'm sure form. it's good for workers but are there other issues here well, it's Anna. very interesting the point, the benefits that she listed out on a broader level, I think providing some sense of social security uh, to the uh, people working in the unorganized sector is a good step because we have such a large unorganized sector in the country that you just can't completely ignore it. Mm -hmm. And uh, you know these these benefits that she has listed out and apparently what has been proposed in the code are not equivalent to what regular employees get. Mm -hmm. So I guess the argument that you were presenting in the beginning about uh, you know cost rising and all do not really apply completely over here because th these are not full time employee benefits. But it turns out that in any case to cut costs etc these apps have been actually crunching the salaries or the, at least it's not salaries that what they pay then per delivery mm -hmm. and stuff like that. We had a long story appear in Mint the other day. Uh, yeah, the, Rohit. yeah, the long story was the loneliness of the delivery man. And uh, uh, this move, uh, I mean, the, the story cites that, you know, recently in, in, in Bangalore, there was a protest uh, outside Zomato's office. And, these, and the immediate trigger was that Zomato had decided to uh, lower their uh, pay per delivery from rupees 40 to rupees 30. So, this move, I, in, my, in, my, uh, in my opinion, it could actually boost their morale. That it well may, but, but the thing is, in any labor market what happens is that if you actually start regulating a bit too much and saying that look, you have to pay every employee X, Y, Z or you have to give them the following benefits which impose costs on companies, you also find that the willingness to hire more workers actually goes down. Much 
many of the jobs which have been generated over the past uh, few years have actually been in the gig economy, delivery boys and so on and so forth. What if these apps find that, you know, the gig economy players find that we can't afford to hire so many people anymore if this is what has to be done? I think uh, there is a valid point in that because right now the situation in the economy is a little concerning. But at a broader level, I don't think this argument holds because generally the condition of employees in the unorganized sector, the gig economy, is pretty bad and we are not a developed economy where a fully functional free market economy would work. But in pure economic theory that if you have a more rigid labor market, you will naturally find that the total employment being generated is actually less. Many of these workers, if you speak to them, if they actually know the economic costs involved, which is like either you get this package or, sorry, there's no job for you, might opt to have a job which actually pays them very little or has uh, problems with the kind of backup you get from the company, but at least they are earning something. Isn't that uh, possibly a consideration they should hold in mind before they go, go ahead with this? It's not clear. Like with all things, there are shades of grey. This was a Live Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. HD Smartcast. I'm Annie Apple and I'm here to invite you to come and listen to my new podcast series, Raising April. It's the most intimate sports related conversations you will hear. Each week, we explore the journeys of some of your favorite NFL players through the eyes of those that know them best. From Joe Burrow, DeAndre Hopkins, Miles Garrett, Ezekiel Elliott, Nick and Joey Boza, just to name a few. With exclusive insights and information, we leave no stone unturned. Subscribe now to Raising a Pro on your favorite podcast app.